0: Welcome back to Business Casual. This is your host Miles Brown and I'm in here with Raheem again. Yo. And today the topic in pre production. Could you could you um give them the topic today, Heen?
1: Okay, so um in pre production we were Miles and I discussed our tribulations right now at work for the past uh week we've been you know just going through challenges at work in terms of having to deal with um people that you know that you have to interact with and these will be you know clients these will be you know bosses of other organizations um your boss if you have a boss you know just people that you interact with every day at work and we were talking about the impact and the impact of these relationships and how you can kind of like, m- m- like work, use these relationships and, and work them to your benefit, you know. And so Miles, um, Miles touched on what it means to be a, a worker of service. Mm -hmm. And so explain that, Miles, what it means to be a worker of service, to actually take pride in serving and doing and working until you become independent, which is what, you know, most people desire.
0: So my first experience with service on like a structured level was working at Nordstrom's and. They put service first, like even how they introduced me as an employee. It was like formal, you know, they were like guiding you into the understanding that <clears throat> there's a heritage and a pedigree of who they decide to allow to sell on these floors. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of it's setting the bar high enough for you to understand that when you do get a chance to service These customers, they're only there because Nordstrom's allowed and built a brand that's worth something for you to be there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to when you get selected by a company, you are selected now to be associated with their name forever. So what you do for them will last. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you build your 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 career. You start there like, boom. <laughs> so for me, I was one of the top uh, five salespeople at Nordstrom's when I was there. In the Annapolis location in women's shoes and in Tyson's Corner in women's shoes, I was top three at Tyson's Corner. Like... Uh-huh. Because the demographic was a little bit skewed. Yeah, i tell you, gotta, you gotta take it how you get it. That's tough. Yeah, though. that's you know that's actually why I left Annapolis. Like, it was great for school because I was at Bowie. Okay. So it was right. It was really quick to just go there and make money and then just pop back. But you know, and I really understood that every customer that I serviced since I got a commission, those people were literally like you would look at them like walking ATMs mm-hmm. and you would understand that the better I serve this person and can get them the best things for their needs so that when they leave, they feel like they have everything they need. Yo, you, it would be worth it. it it's worth more to spend time with one customer sometimes in a day than it is to try to bounce around. and have 15 different customers that only buy like something small from you. Right. Right. Because that
1: one customer could buy, you know, one grand thing, you know, that could maybe tally five of them other customers.
0: Exactly. Like we had days where somebody would do like a fifty thousand dollar day or eighty thousand dollar day. And that means you get 10 percent of that if you in women's shoes, you get 15 percent if you in like, uh, I think. The tuxedos, you might be thirty five percent. So mm-hmm. your commission could really, really like benefit what your monthly look like, you know, mm-hmm. like there were people working there, making great salaries, you know, and have very steady clientele that'd been with them for years. You mm-hmm. know. So I understood that when you develop service, you're developing your network of gratified customers that will sing your praises until eternity you know what i'm saying so it's like every time you come in contact with a potential client you treat them as if this person allows you to breathe like treat them as you're like you're selling your own brand exactly 100 percent. got you so treat the company you're working for as if you're working for your own company exactly until you are working for... You use that to put yourself in a position to work for yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, that's what I'm... You know, that that when I think of service, that's my version of service. Hmm. Hmm. So, like, when I translate that into the cleaning business, it's like, I'm personal. I come in, I take... Like, if the owner comes in and takes your estimate and really walks you through the onboarding process himself. You would believe that that that, that company is going to do the right thing for you in the long run because you're like, wow, they he's he's actually vested, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. Like this is the owner, exactly. And then you put yourself in a situation where they're vested in you because of the relationship that y'all built. Like they're not gonna feel as comfortable if another cleaner comes. When I've been servicing them for five, ten years, great rates, nothing ever happened, and you know, what I'm saying now I bring this new client in, and now I got to worry: do they got like untrustworthy people? Can I leave these papers out now? You know, what I'm right. saying? like you got to take precautions. You got to take. You never
1: had to before.
0: And truthfully, a lot of people do understand the value of what that is to have people not only clean and service you in a physical way. But also mentally look out for you by making sure that none of your intellectual property that's left on your routes are being used and exposed and exploited against you. Because that's a trust system that we that I personally have to develop with that company for me to continue to grow my business. You Mm -hmm. know, if people get backstabbed by dealing with my brand, my brand gets a bad name and then I can't survive or live off of that brand or my name. Mm -hmm. So your name is literally your money. Right, especially
1: in terms of like who you become associated with. Exactly. So if one of the company looks bad and you're associated with that brand, then this, in return, is going to make your company look bad. So I right. definitely understand you there as well.
0: So who you partner with can make or break you, you know? That's why I'm very wary on partnerships. Like, I believe you need to build something from the ground up yourself first so you can understand what that's like. And then maybe uh, tap into some partnerships, you know. Instead of starting with a partnership. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of great things happening from partnerships. I'm not going to lie. But I think to really understand business, you have to really own something flat out for yourself first. You know what I'm saying? Like something got to be all yours. You got to be all in on something. Got you. Hmm. So that's what it means to be of service to-, to me, to your brand, to your client, to your customer. You know, I, I like to exude luxury. So if you're dealing with my cleaning company, you're dealing with a luxury cleaning company. You're not dealing with your average Joe Schmoe little cleaning company just going to hire Ray Ray off the corner to come in here and, you know, snatch papers off your desk and they see a check laying around and they're like, ooh, we lit. (laughs) We're going to put together a system where these people have been vetted. They've worked for other companies. They have reputable, you know, clientele. We know we push them for federal government contracting. We're trying to get security contracts. We're trying to do things where our clientele that we service is worthy of being serviced (laughs) because they checkbook is like, Oh, we believe in you. Yes, sir. <laughs> we Absolutely. believe. You know? Like, this is what we need.
1: And we'll also, we wanted to talk about um, these relationships that you develop while... these These relationships that you develop not only with clientele, but with employees and with, like, other employers. And, like you said, before you even get your own business, that your relationship that you develop with your employer Mm -hmm. and how you use basically this act of service as the foundation for your relationship. Because, you know, from their perspective, they're going to view you, you know, as a hard worker. You know, everyone's going to view you as this person who just goes like above and beyond to try and do the right thing or to try and just be the best that you can be. Like Miles said, he was, what, the top three and top five seller, like, in his region or in his store. And so, as you can see, like, it's just going to push you to be
0: that top performer, that top competitor. And one of the things I want to say to, like, the predominantly black side of this uh demographic is that, Even though I was in Annapolis and the predominant society was white and they were the main people, I never looked at that and said, oh, no, you know, this is why the white guys are making more money than me. I always looked at it and said the white guys that were doing better than me, they were actually working harder than me. Like their work ethic was already established at such a rate that the amount of money they was making Somebody who just come in might be like, why? Why my money ain't like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, why? Why? Why I'm not getting it like they getting it. Like, homie is just he got bonuses. and This didn't happen and that. But it's like this brother been with this company for like seven years. Right. You know, so don't think of it all the time as a white thing or a black thing. Just think of it as. All right. Learn from these dudes and see what they doing. What are they doing to generate this many people calling them every day to get deals on blah, blah, blah. You know, like I knew, I knew people that was selling the whole store from one, one department. Like they had clients that just called them directly and they would just ring, have the Amex over the phone, ringing them up for everything in the store that they want and just shipping it directly to their house. And homie be on the phone for like three, four hours and you get off the phone and he check his commission And homie just did 15k in three hours, you know. So he done made 1500 sitting back chilling, and now he about to go out on the sales floor and just talk to the people who out there.
1: Hey, (laughs) everything going digital now. So who knows? You know, they 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 stopped a lot of you know over the phone purchases with with your card. That's true. Where everything going digital.
0: We'll see all that, you know, may may proceed. It'll be funny to see if, like, different uh, things and organizations pop up, like where you go to a website and you get, like, a stylist that, that helps send you suggestions to, like, online stores, and they get a commission that way. Like, every time I send you this link to this cute little bag or whatever and you buy it, secretly I get like 15% or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I, I think they may already be having it, man. I'm sure. I'm sure. But I'm saying like people will build like different online stores that just do that all day long. Why not? Some people would call that a scam. Nah, that's the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> If you if you if, you, oh, if you're man. providing if you're providing value for what you're doing, like if a girl found out that these cool shoes was coming out and she needed them for a birthday and then you got the link as that hot item is about to be sold out and you are able to get it and you wouldn't have got it if that person didn't send it to you in that time. And, you know, like remind you like, hey, right. wasn't you trying to get this? Some people sell the and like, people sell those links and everything like that. That's that's marketing and that's, and that's not a scam. That's You offered a service, you as a plug, and they purchased your little product. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong with that? Dang. That's just a business model. You know what I'm saying? How would you get the information at that time? You can set up Google Calendar alerts to send email alerts out to those people that you put on a waiting list. And you can have consultations with them and ask them what what do they want. And you could just put together all of the timelines of when these things come out and send them the links. Bam. That's what they
1: say. That's what they say. That's what they say.
0: So we just built the business. Right.
1: I'm just saying so when 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 people say things that, you know, how ads, you know, pop up on our phones, you know, from our phones listening to us and things like that. What, what what does that indicate?
0: That indicates that the marketing is running just fine. That's what that indicates. That indicates that all of the privacy that you're giving up is helping the algorithm better understand who you individually are in is your searches. It can be. If you're a good person. <laughs> if you're a bad person and you searching evil things, more things are gonna be promoted to you that's gonna get you in more trouble. But if you're a good person and you looking up good things and you and you following your heart, you living for God, you know? But there's always gonna be dangers around every corner on the internet no matter what, because it's only one search away from demons anytime you go to Pornhub. You know what I'm saying?
1: So you're not opposed to your phone being able
0: to advertise to you based on, like, your conversations and things like that? Nope. It just shows you more real of of who you really are. And the more connected that you can stay to who you really are, The algorithm can't really phase you. You know what I'm saying? I think anybody that feels as though that they're going to be manipulated away from their true nature is more so because they don't understand that what's being marketed to them subconsciously, subconsciously is what they actually want.
1: That I understand. Do you think people are willingly giving up their privacy?
0: Yes. Every time you click uh, that little check mark and then you just press go, yeah, you gave up your privacy every time. You signed a contract, sir. So why be against that? If you gave your rights up and you found value on whatever this person was trying to do for you in that moment, because sometimes we think that the Internet is this big, bad bully, but there are people coding this stuff. You know what I'm saying? That want to know how to better service you. So the people that you're that you every time you click a search engine and you look up something to do and someone helps you do that, whether it's good or bad. That's what you're fueling to come back on your ads later on. So if you dip off to Dubai or London and you go to the red light district and there's whores everywhere and you buying whores. When you go to another place like maybe New Orleans or somewhere and another red light district is there. Now, all of a sudden on your phone, it's ads. You know what I'm saying? But if that's not something you into. The ads won't know how to put that in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm.
1: Uh, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. <laughs> wow. So, when it comes to not only your privacy, and marketing, but when it comes to censorship, mm-hmm. and when it comes to there being a, like I said, there being a certain guideline that, you know. Does does take away your freedom of speech? They say like, no, you can't say these things, and they ban you and you like dock you points or on some type of system.
0: I'd like to see them try with the internet now. You know what I'm saying? Like they do. I mean, you can say whatever you want, but you got to be ready for the consequences. That's what I would say. And the more fearless you are with God, the less you care about the consequences because you know he's going to pull you through it. But if you just swing wild at the world, then and the world, swing wild back at you and crush you and you weren't being protected by God, then that's when you should have known you was out of line. And sometimes God will let you be spared from being hurt by the world to bring you back to him to understand you need his protection out here. You know, if you think you're doing it on your own, you're sadly mistaken. This is a spirit uh, existence that we're living in a human body. It's a human body, but we're living a spiritual existence right now. That I agree.
1: Yeah, that I definitely agree.
0: So if the spiritual situation is going on right now, but we're in a physical realm, we can't always be cognizant of everything that's going on in the physical all the time you have to still also be cognizant of what's going on in the spiritual Mm -hmm. because if you don't your carnal and your body is going to be led astray by those evil energies you know you're going to end up places you don't have no no business being and you're going to end up in situations that can take your life because it it drug you down blocks that you that your life path had no reason being on You know, and you're allowing yourself to get clipped early.
1: Hmm. It's crazy to me, just how you had just those two positions on marketing and then the position you have on censorship. Interesting. Interesting. Because when it comes to censorship it's like It's like to a certain extent. Yeah. You know. It's like like, to a certain extent. Yeah. And and, and, and I kind of think. And I kind of think. I kind
0: of think the internet is like. It's already censored. It is. It is. I don't see nearly as much crazy stuff. Well, let me not say that, because I still see enough crazy stuff. The internet has enough crazy stuff on it, trust me. Yeah, all you got to yeah, do there's is... Enough. There's enough. All you got
1: to do is just get on the other side.
0: But I don't think it's running as rampant as it was at one point.
1: Uh, I, I think opposite. I you
0: think, think it's, it's more covert? Because I, I also think it's more covert now. Like it is Yeah, running,
1: it's more covert yeah, it's I think running it's just as rapid, rapid yeah, if I not think more. Yes. But I think it's, it's more. I think
0: it's 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 based more covertly. Yes, about. both. Wow. Both. I think it's
1: running more rapid and is like you say, is more su- It's subliminal. Co- yeah, yeah. It's more subliminal. Like Yeah, they went a deeper step further. Yeah, it's 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 as as I it's as I was explaining to a friend of mine
0: earlier to the untrained eye it go right past you. The psyops that I saw seem crazy to me now. Psyops? Like, when you look at something and you know what it is from, like, a political standpoint. Okay. I understand that. So, the, the psyop might be Black Lives Matter. Okay. You see Black Lives Matter, you think one thing. George Floyd. That comes... Like, that will come to your mind. Like, that's a matter of Black Lives Matter. Correct. But what you don't see is George Soros. The white guy that's funding the Black Lives Matter. And people don't know who who, who he even is. So there's a political stance in it because now, what side does he lean? And when the Black Lives Matter says, Hey, crowd of people who follow us blindly and we don't know... What we're even doing here. What what happens is a lot of those people can be manipulated to vote in the interest of the party that they're campaigning for. Whether it be for Black Lives Matter, that's campaigning, or whether it be for a political party. But if that campaign votes a certain way, and you're caught up in this... Which is mainly... I mean, it's based
1: on their emotions. Depend on their emotions. They Praise smoke on emotions. It's yeah, exactly. control. Absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. Yes, whole hundred percent. It is power. It is control. It is
0: manipulation at its finest. <laughs> because you they don't even know what's happening. Right. So that's a psyop, okay. and there's so many different psyops going on congruently at the you know right now it's happening right now there's so many psyops and some of these psyops this may be the first day you've heard of it or the second or the third but then it becomes this big great thing that will take over the news cycle for a year or two months or what you know whatever it may be but these psyops have missions and plans and there are people that are working behind these things to make it's a psyops um, I think that we know that if there's a patent for something that there's a psyop afoot and even if it is affecting everyone somebody is benefiting from this someone where there's profit
1: there's always one who make like who takes it that's what i'm saying <laughs> there's one who like makes it so There's a profit to be made and, and, and it's, a profit and it's, to be
0: taken. And it's sad that they would do something so real as, like, release something like that into the wild. You know, like... And I know people are saying, well, couldn't it just have naturally occurred? No. Stuff like that is made in a lab that can get loose, that can affect whole populations like this. And now, now the fact that uh, people travel as much as they do in the 21st century like bamas wasn't on planes to japan and dubai 24 hours and you know boom we here and all this crazy stuff back in the day so a pandemic months, could, yeah it years. couldn't even spread that fast that's why diseases were world would how they were bro so they remained contained so if china had psychological warfare Demonstrated on them with, well, no, 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 not psychological, uh, biological, chemical warfare, like performed on them, and that bio warfare actually backfired and just affected the whole world, and now the the whole world is trying to play cleanup, cleanup man, on a virus that was released. By playing war games, you know what I'm saying.
1: By playing, by, by, like you said, by <sighs> the powers that be, man. Which is really just the United Nations, man.
0: Yeah, and we're all caught up in it, and yeah. we don't we don't pay attention to the World Banks and what they're doing. We don't pay attention to the Federal Reserve and what it's doing. We don't pay attention we to... We got to
1: pay attention to the United Well, the United Nations is the conglomerate. That's right. like the headquarters where all the gangs meet. Yeah. And there they make the...
0: One world government, basically.
1: I mean, not even that, but there, you know, they make the agreements, you know, about what they're going to do you know if i if if our country you know that if all three countries but that if we bang together real tight if we going to trade with
0: such and such and who else basically they run a free agency but don't you think it's going to come a time where there's going to be an orwellian leader that's going to rise up above the 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 united nations and say we doing a one world government and we doing a one world religion and we doing Chips on the arm, forearms, and the in the forehead, and if you ain't down with it, you can't but see eat to me. That
1: that's a that it they they use your your position for the marketing. They use that as support for for forgetting the chip because that just like is being is you marketed. that is you basically. The chip is like it's like part like the chip like when you scan like if you go to a restaurant, it's gonna pull up. What you normally order at that restaurant, you know, when you when you uh,
0: when you go. So it's your phone that's in your hand.
1: Though. It's everything. They say it's gonna well. Well, from what I've seen, and from what I've seen, how people use who people who have already you know got it, they. It's an app on your phone, and you're able to scan it, and when you scan it. Basically, you're able to input a certain information. So, so, you, so you know how you're able to like take a picture of your card or take mm-hmm. a picture of your check, and then all that information that's on the check is like scanned to like a digital thing, and then it sends off and it's blah blah blah. But excuse me. So, the same thing will happen with that chip, except you get to put in all the information that's on that chip so mm-hmm. it's like if you want a certain card on that chip, then you put a card on that chip mm. if you want a certain whatever on that chip, then you put that on that chip wow. but it's like what if you think the more information the chip got, the more access you have to things that have the chip most definitely because that's how they're gonna they they're gonna make it so that you basically have the more you put on the chip, the more is
0: you're able to do. Yeah, exactly. Because I have you seen the M one chip for the new uh, Apple Max? Oh my god, the amount of terabyte space and all of that stuff that they can fit in this chip now, bro. I I believe it. And then the cloud sourcing and all of the oh my goodness, I believe it. I was it's crazy. I was watching
1: a um, documentary on how much data this facility has. Mm. And this facility will have, like, you know, it'll be a data center of, like, you know, 14, you know, thousand, te- like, million terabytes. They got to have it. And though. I'm just like, dude, you know how much space it is. And it's just people's data. Mm-hmm. It's, just In people- the cloud. it's just people's data that the federal courts have issued. To be federal Be like Be like Taken From these You know Paid for From these phone companies And that's how they get it bro That's how they know Like you said So so they They know Who Miles Brown is Of course You know what I'm saying Of course When you're positioned Like on the market I like Hold up So if If you're for that Then it's like
0: Well Like I don't know because at the because at the man. end of the day i I also understand what it is to have to survive in Babylon. you know what I'm saying like I see that this place is fallen, it's corrupt. It really is, you know what I'm saying like there are good people though that are out here, and their hearts are pure. Some of them aren't pure in all areas, but there is a purity. I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy everywhere. But there's also, even where there's the craziest situations, there's still stable situations too. You know what I'm saying? Like. There can't be all crazy all the time. Like we put, we focus too much on the crazy.
1: Oh no! Yeah, absolutely right. Like there's always because we live in duality. You know, like you said, there's always a the calmness. Internet.
0: The internet. You can look at the internet and find anything to go ape crap crazy about anytime you want. Yeah. But you can also turn that joint off, unplug, and really tap in with you. And then just yourself. start cleaning. Mm-hmm. Cleaner and soapy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just start cleaning. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's like, I don't know what would, I mean, I'm not too focused on what it is, like I said, to to come of like this whole grand thing.
0: I'm just. Well, I'm just trying to teach young black men out there who are listening to this podcast that. You got to think years and years in advance. Like, we've been taught to think only like seconds ahead. Oh, no. You actually. know what I'm saying? But we've, we got to really learn how to plan in centuries like they do. You know, like, everybody, like, we need to really plan like we're trying to be here. Because if you're not, it's going to be rough. You know, like, you got to find what you do well on this earth to to continue to sustain. You know what I'm saying? And God will look favorably on those who are trying to make a way for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't look at that and go, I'm not going to ever bless this person. You will be blessed, you know, for trying to take care of yourself on earth, you know. And I think it's sad when people just give up, like, oh, we live in this horrible place and they getting away with murder and it's like, dog. That's the world. You you live in that same world too. So if you don't have something or you missing something, like you better get in peace in touch with God and figure out what your malfunction is and get and get on the on the move. Like why not? And that's a hard thing to do. You gotta. Sometimes you may have to fast from something evil. Like I know sexual sins for men like if you beating off all the time stop (laughs) just do a fast on it like just take some time away from beating your meat see how you feel let the juices return to all the places they supposed to be
1: yeah semen retention all that
0: absolutely like yeah the whole no fat movement
1: y'all y'all should have been (laughs) on board man if y'all if y'all still fapping man
0: Stop watching porn yo! Stop it You Just, are corrupting your mind You're corrupting the way You even look at women You know what I'm saying Like you're fetishizing The everything.
1: whole Yeah, yeah The it's, whole it's bad. it's bad It's
0: bad It's bad You're not gonna Receive a good Like you're gonna You're gonna have lust But you're not gonna Experience love like that You gotta clean your life up Sexual sin is It's crazy man. It's crazy It's a fantasy bro Wake yes, up Yes it is Wake up, but um, yeah, so then there's that, and you might have to fast, like I said, you may have to just take that time off, get and see how your mind adjusts, and then do something even better. Trade that fap time with some knowledge time and some skills, and, and making some good use of your time, like yeah, you would like do. Go chase a high vibration. Like, yeah. like what in the world? Go chase do something. A high vibration. Absolutely. Jeez, go to a different country. Like take a flight. <laughs> you know. Gosh. Absolutely,
1: man. That's
0: but I know the Corona thing and all that. You know, stay safe. We're not trying to tell you to do that right now. But when it's time. Enjoy yourself. You know what I'm saying. Like, be at peace with understanding that God has rules, and it's better to abide by them. Yeah. Like, you
1: have to just accept certain. You have to accept God's rules.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's no cupcake walk when you when you've been in sin, because sin feels good. It feels natural. It feels it's sticky. It's you know what I'm saying. But when God cleans you up, and you've been away from something for a long time, you don't really want to mess with it no more. You're like, yeah I know what that does to me. Um, I'm i I'm gonna choose a different path. You know, go get cleaned up in some other areas that you didn't know, because you know, sexual sin hides the what your real pro- issue probably really is. Mm, yeah. That's just a symptom. The sexual sin is a symptom. That's because it right. it's cause it is, It's primal. It's primal. primal, right? Yeah. Like, oh,
1: I'm going to beat off and
0: I'm going to make myself happy right away. It's quick. easy. It's super easy. It's easy. Super easy. There's no discipline in it, you know? You're going to use your body as a joystick. <laughs> and just play with yourself all day. <laughs> Can't do it. You got to focus that energy on, like, Absolutely, seen, something. Yeah, you gotta create something. You gotta man. create something, yo. You have to create something for
1: real. Like literally, you have to create something. Yeah, I have to create something, man. There's just a lot that I'm reading, man, and I just think that. Ah. Uh, It's just a lot, man, it's a lot, what you been reading? I mean, it's a lot with the Bible, oh like no. primarily, I mean, not even with the Bible too, like other books too, other books that you know again you know relate you know the Bible to to actual historical stuff, mhm about how like the last like 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 how like in relation to history, how the last Person to recognize Israel was the king of Persia. I think it was like King Cyrus, mm-hmm. and I think like since then, um, the person who recognized like they stay like they like they said Israel was cursed for like seventy years mm-hmm. or something from that date on the Hebrew calendar, and it was like the person who did it was Donald Trump. Like he recognized Israel. Yeah, like oh, he recognized wow. Israel the same way King Persia did as like you know a chosen base or some shit like that or whatever mm-hmm. and it's this guy who wrote this book called like the harbinger the harbinger mm-hmm. and yeah like he relates you know the like he related nine eleven to a verse in Isaiah about how... That
0: actually is making sense to me, but go ahead, yeah.
1: <laughs> he related nine eleven 11 to a verse in Isaiah about how two, two pillars or something will fall and something, something about a sycamore tree. And in place of the sycamore tree, it will be replaced with like a cedar tree. And that's how it reads in like Isaiah. And so, relating it to 9-11, you know, the Twin Towers fall. And because the Twin Towers fail, there was... And a lot of people don't know that when America was deemed a nation under God, it wasn't in Washington, D.C., as most people would assume, it was in New York City, which is why nine eleven happened in New York City. It didn't happen in Washington D.C. Wow! And so, this and this is all how and this this was a rabbi who's mm-hmm. breaking this down, and he was and like I said, and because of that, like the destruction, it there was like a sycamore tree at that place where George Washington like anointed America as like a nation under God and the tree like fell like it 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 was destroyed. Wow. And and it was a sycamore tree mm. and they people like you know they rallied to like you know vote and replace it and shit and what did they replace it with? A freaking cedar tree.
0: It sounds like old Babylon past its the sycamore tree passed its juices to that uh, what was the other tree you said?
1: The cedar tree.
0: The cedar tree. So he he was he
1: was explaining how like these are passings that judgment is coming. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was like the only one that I really got through thus far. Okay. I was like
0: yeah, but so, you know, between just reading and trying to like how... Um, you know what? Let's do this. Let's read a verse. You down? Yeah. Uh yeah. Um Okay, yeah, this the one I sent you this morning. The Matthew verse. Yeah. Jesus teaches about divorce. When Jesus finished saying these things, first off, this is Matthew 19. When Jesus finished saying these things, he left Galilee. He went into the area of Judea on the other side of the Jordan River. Large crowds followed him. He healed them there. Some Pharisees came to test Jesus. They asked, does the law allow a man to divorce his wife for any reason at all? Jesus replied, haven't you read that in the beginning The creator made them male and female. He said that's oh, and that's Genesis one twenty seven. He said, that's why a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. The two will become one. Genesis two and twenty four. They are no longer two, but one. So no one should separate what God has joined together. They asked. Then why did Moses command that a man can give his wife a letter of divorce and send her away? Jesus replied, Moses, let you divorce your wives because you were stubborn. But it was not this way from the beginning. Here is what I tell you. Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery. A man who may a man may divorce his wife only if she has not been faithful to him. He is what. The disciples said to him, if that's the way it is between a husband and wife, it is better not to get married. Jesus replied, not everyone can accept the idea of staying single. Only those who have been helped to live without getting married can accept it. Some men are not able to have children because they were born that way. Some have been made that way by other people. Others have chosen to live that way in order to serve the kingdom of heaven. The one who can accept this should accept it. What do you think?
1: Okay, so I also been studying, I listened to this lecture by this institute and they broke down Genesis. And I really like the way he goes about it because he He goes into like every line Uh and he poses questions first. Both good questions as in like what would be the positive side of it mm-hmm. and negative mm-hmm. because he want cuz he always emphasizes that we ate from the tree of good and evil and evil yes definitely. so it's always two sides he's mm-hmm. like that's what we I always emphasize we live in duality it's always a good well we know of good and evil so it's always a choice they right yeah. it's always a, a what if you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying if you do one thing you it's can like, go left if or yeah, you can go right exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly so okay so i would like to go back and i'm gonna just start from where jesus was talking where he says here is what i tell you mm-hmm. you there yeah okay so he says, anyone who divorces his... What What version is this too,
0: by the way? You know, me the NIRV, New Revised International Version. Okay, okay. New International Revived Version. Okay, okay, okay. Here is what I tell you. Anyone
1: who divorces...